0: In today's show, breaking news, Bitcoin exchanges now own 16% less Bitcoin than the oldest HODLers, as well as the Bitcoin hash rate hits yet another all-time high. And as they say, the Bitcoin price follows the hash rate, And quoting Nayibu Kele. I can outsource my monetary policy to an immutable, indestructible, unimpeachable, absolutely scarce, perfect money, build an entire new capital market on it, boost my country's GDP 10x, and this will be accretive over time and make 7 million Salvadorians individually sovereign. Also in today's show, Coinbase announces the suspension of BUSD trading beginning on March 13th, as well as Ethereum testnet successfully forks in Shanghai upgrade rehearsal. Also more breaking news, Visa and MasterCard halt their new crypto partnerships. I'll be breaking down this latest report, as well as after accurately predicting a global market meltdown, billionaire Shamath P issues yet another major alert to investors also in today's show billionaire venture capitalist Tim Draper stands by his 250,000 dollar bitcoin price prediction only he moves it to the end of the year in this new exclusive interview quoting him here I don't know why anyone would still hold centralized tokens today we'll also be taking a look at the overall crypto market all this plus so much more in today's show and welcome everyone just tuning in this is podcast episode number 1206 i'm your host jv and today is the final day of february february 28th let's start by taking a look at the market as you can see here on your screen via coin 360 we got bitcoin currently correcting along with most of the alts in the red with bitcoin down 1.3 percent trading just under twenty three thousand five hundred. ether down one percent trading just above 1600 and checking out coinmarketcap.com let's Check out the latest data regarding the market cap. As you can see, we're getting closer to 1.1 trillion as far as market cap is concerned with about 44 billion in volume in the past 24 hours with 42.3% Bitcoin dominance and Ether dominance at 18.7%. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers in the past 24 hours, AJIX. Up 8%, trading at 47 cents, followed by Casper, up 5%, trading at 4 cents, followed by Immutable, up 7.5%, trading at five. And checking out the top 100 crypto gainers for the past week, there's a mixed bag with most returning to the red. And checking out the crypto greed and fear index, as you can see here, we're a neutral today, 53. Yesterday was a 50 dead in the middle, last week 60 in greed, and last month a 55 and greed. So there you have it. How many of you are currently bullish on the King Crypto? I'll let your boy in the live chat. With that being shared, now let's dive into today's Bitcoin technical analysis and check out some of the charts and what is currently happening. The latest data shows Bitcoin exchanges have less Bitcoin to buy than at any time since early 2018. On-chain analytics firm Glassnode confirms that as of February 2023, exchange reserves are at five-year lows. That's what's up. The latest statistics reflect the determination of Bitcoin hodlers as as major exchange, Bitcoin balances are in down-only mode. As of February 27th, the latest data, according to Glassnode, shows that the platform uh, held a combined $2 million. 272,000 Bitcoin, and it was in March of 2018 that the number was previously so low, with March 2020 representing the current all-time high of 3.2 million BTC. After the COVID cross-market crash, exchange reserves began to fall, accelerating through the 2022 bear market to stand 29% lower than today. The impressive numbers, meanwhile, do not end there, as noted by on-chain analyst William Clemente, co-founder of Bitcoin-focused research firm Reflexivity. The exchange balance lows means they now hold less Bitcoin than the oldest HODLer addresses, quoting him here. There is now more Bitcoin that hasn't moved in the least 10 years than there is on the exchanges. That's a wild stat. Now, Glassnode data also put the total Bitcoin dormant for 10 years at more than 2.6 million BTC, 16% more than the total exchange balance. Now, as previously reported, hodlers have stepped up their resilience this year after weathering a pretty brutal bear market in the past year, to say the least. Even as the Bitcoin price action headed higher, holding continued with limited sales combined with increase in exposure. That trend shows little sign of reversing at the current level with Hodler's combined net position change reaching four month highs this weekend. And I also like to point out new record hash rate and the number is so big I wouldn't even know where to begin to uh, uh pronounce it because there's one, two, three, four, five. 5, 6 commas in the number, but what I do know is the Bitcoin price tends to follow the hash rate as the price is a lagging indicator to the hash rate, so definitely a bullish sign. And as I shared with you in the intro, quoting Bukele, I can outsource my monetary policy to an immutable, indestructible, unimpeachable, absolutely scarce perfect money, build an entire new capital market on it, boost my country's GDP 10x. And this will be a crit of over time and make 7 million Salvadorans individually sovereign, Let's get it and massive respect and shout out to the president of El Salvador, Najib Bukele, the one and only. And now let's discuss a big announcement that Coinbase made today that they're going to halt all BUSD, which is... The Binance version stablecoin, BUSD, which is a pretty big deal. I would think many other sh- exchanges are going to follow suit. So let's discuss this, uh, shall we? Check it out. Coinbase will suspend trading for Binance USD. The stablecoin on March 13th, which means two weeks from today. The exchange announced February 27th, which is yesterday, on Twitter. The message mentioned its list standards as being behind the decision. BUSD is the third largest stablecoin by market cap. So this is a pretty big deal. The decision will apply to Coinbase.com. Coinbase Pro, Coinbase Exchange, and Coinbase Prime. According to the Twitter thread, the exchange added, your BUSD funds will remain accessible to you. You will continue to have the ability to withdraw your funds at any time, quoting a spokesperson from Coinbase. Our determination to suspend trading for BUSD is based on our own internal monitoring and review processes. When reviewing BUSD, we determined that it will no longer met our listing standards, and it will be suspended. I think the real reason is the SEC is Clamping down and putting pressure on them if you're to ask me. Now, according to the Coinbase website, as digital asset listing group, votes on assets to be listed on the exchange informed by a rigorous vetting and review process that evaluates assets against legal compliance and technical security standards. And in addition, there are additional business assessments and ongoing monitoring to ensure an asset continues to meet those standards. Quoting Coinbase assets, we regulatory monitor the assets on our exchange to ensure they meet our listing standards and based on our most recent reviews, Coinbase will suspend trading for Binance USD, BUSD, on March 13th on or around 12 p.m. Eastern Time. Now, the U.S. SEC reportedly issued a Wells Notice, a Notice of Plan Enforcement Action to blockchain's infrastructure platform Paxos Trust, the issuer BUSD, around February 12th. And the New York State Department of Financial Services ordered Paxos to stop issuing BUSD February 13th, leading to a $2 billion drop. billion drop in market cap within days just like that. And Coinbase posted a Twitter thread the following day saying, we don't know what aspects of BUSD might be of interest to the SEC. What we do know, stable coins are not – securities so there you have it how do you think this is likely uh to play out do you think that this could drastically impact other major stable coins as well as the sec continues to overreach and how will this greatly impact the price action of the overall crypto market let me know your thoughts in the comments and with that being shared now let's discuss the latest with the ethereum shanghai fork uh shall we check it out The Ethereum blockchain's Sapoila testnet has undergone a successful upgrade that simulates the upcoming shanghai hard fork expected to take place in the mainnet next month in march the chapella upgrade which combines the names of the upcoming shanghai and capella hard forks successfully was implemented on the test net today february 28th that's right now shanghai is the fork's name on the execution layer client side and capella is the upgrade name on the consensus layer which is the client side one of the major changes enables validators to withdraw their staked ether from the beacon chain back to the execution layer validators needed to stake 32 Ether to validate on the Ethereum blockchain, they'll now be able to withdraw rewards in excess of 32 ETH and be permitted to keep validating while those who wish to fully withdraw can take all 32 ETH plus rewards to seize validating. And the next step before the Shanghai fork goes live on the mainnet will be to release the upgrade on the Ethereum Garelli testnet, which is expected to commence in March. So major announcements and more major tests are occurring as we roll into March literally tomorrow so how many of you are currently bullish on ethereum and hopeful for all these forks taking place this year and upgrades let me know in the comments right down below. And with that being shared, now more breaking news. Both Visa and MasterCard have both halted their partnerships with crypto. That's right. According to a Reuters report published today, February 28th, right before I went live, American payment processor Visa and MasterCard delayed the launch of a new partnership with crypto firms due to a series of high-profile bankruptcies in the industry that have led to increased regulatory scrutiny. The move follows a period of warning relations between, I'm sorry, warming relations between payment giants and crypto firms as the popularity of cryptos exploded with Mastercard exploring payments via USD coin and Visa targeting stablecoin settlements mere weeks before today's settlement it sounds like to me they're backing down due to the SEC that's just my opinion what are your thoughts Both Visa and MasterCard are said to be pushing back the launch of certain products and services related to crypto until the market conditions and regulatory environment improves. The delays are reportedly not attributable to their core business, which sources say remains strong. Sure. But to uncertain regulatory environment for crypto in light of the collapse of the bankruptcies of centralized digital asset custodial firms such as Celsius, FTX, 3 Hours Capital, Voyager Digital, and others within the past year. So there you have it. I mean, that's not good for overall adoption. actually pretty stoked when i heard of this major partnership and it's already being delayed i wonder if it's due to the sec and regulators which are clamping down and once again overreaching in my personal opinion in the industry but it'll Still be interesting to see how that plays out. Now I want to share with you our final two stories of the day. One is of a potential crash incoming, according to Shamath P, who is another billionaire and also a very big Bitcoin proponent. And then we'll be discussing the latest interview with Tim Draper, where he literally predicts a $250,000 Bitcoin price to still occur this year. The only caveat is he moved the target from second quarter to before the end of the year, which is ultimately by the fourth quarter of this year. But first, let's dive into this big crash warning from uh, billionaire venture capitalist Shamath P., who's also a venture capitalist similar to Draper in that uh, regard. But here we go. Let's see. Uh, Billionaire venture capitalist Shamath P. issues a warning to investors that the markets are facing heightened tail risk. In a recent interview, uh, he is the one who called the impending crypto market crash in late 2021. He says now that most investors currently face two headwinds. The first headwind involves the possibility of lower than expected earnings for the S&P 500. Quoting him here, we're dealing with two things. One is just that if you really think about it, if I had said – 13 months ago that we would be sitting here today and the Fed would have hiked 500 basis points in nine months plus or minus, you would have thought it was crazy. So we're sort of coming into this phase of sobriety, trying to figure out how do we do all of our jobs differently and what does it mean for the investments that we already put in the ground? For me personally, I think the setup is that it amplifies tail risk. So right now I'm sort of quite cautious because I think there is a left tail risk. The risk is that the S&P 500 earnings are sort of of in one handle, 180, 185, and all of a sudden the S&P 500 is 3,200 and 3,300 points. And for 2022, analysts estimate that the S&P 500 to print earnings of 291. I guess they mean for 2023, just FYI, that was uh, predicted. The second risk is the likelihood that the Fed would keep interest rates high, quoting him again here. But then there is the high tail risk, which is the Fed becomes dovish. Everybody capitulates because it looks like things are slowing down. And now all of a sudden though, you will have to deal with terminal rates that are going to be four to five percent on a more consistent basis. Because if the Fed chairman, Jerome Powell, lets off the gas right now, then inflation kind of sticks around. Both roads lead to repriced assets, just in a very different path dependency. And those risks to me are just a little heightened. And so I have tried to kind of be quite conservative and just be down the fairway. So there you have it. Let me know if you agree or disagree with Shamath P regarding these potential tailwinds heading in further into this year. And what are your thoughts? And also, if you want to watch this video interview he did entitled the state of investing with Shamath P, check the show notes below the video in the description. And with that being shared, now let's dive into our final story of the day and the moment you've all been waiting for before we dive into the live Q and A here we go. Let's get it. Tim Draper, the billionaire venture capitalist himself. Billionaire investor Tim Draper has earned the title adventure capitalist by betting on a series of notable tech successes, including Hotmail, Skype, SpaceX, AngelList, SolarCity, Twitter, DocuSign, Coinbase, Robinhood, and Ancestry.com. How many of you didn't know that? I didn't. Now Draper was an early supporter of Bitcoin and has made early predictions, which for the past eight years have turned out to be correct. Back in 2014, Draper predicted Bitcoin would reach $10,000 per coin within three years. And by November of 2017, it reached the 10,000 mark. And in 2018, when Bitcoin hung around eight G's, Draper predicted it would reach two hundred and fifty thousand per coin by the end of twenty twenty two or early twenty twenty three. And amid a distinctly bearish crypto market, the Bitcoin reaching a low of around seventeen thousand, Draper adjusted his prediction only slightly, not in terms of price, but in terms of the time frame. Draper is still expecting a Bitcoin high of a quarter million dollars per coin, but by the end of 2023, rather in the first or second quarter of 2023, now Benzinga interviewed Draper regarding his predictions over the past five years and got his take on whether the recent spectacular crypto failures like FTX collapse have imp- uh, impacted the resolve. So here's the question to Draper. What's your thinking behind the 250000 price prediction for Bitcoin by the end of 2023? Draper's response, it is based on technological advancement, the coming having, the ubiquitous use. Once people can buy their food, clothing, and housing with Bitcoin, there will be no reason to hold fiat. Once the governments realize that they can tax in Bitcoin for uh, walled garden businesses, they will never have another tax Sheet. All accounts will be automatic on the blockchain. They'll be able to abandon their failing and political currencies. And when asked, will the growth of Bitcoin be at the expense of other projects? He responded, yes, I don't know why anyone would still hold centralized tokens today. The centralized tokens are auto trust. Very powerful uh, words right here. Now, also asked how are disasters like FTX going to play into the growth of Bitcoin? Draper responds: FTX helps give people more understanding why we want to operate with a decentralized currency and why centralized systems eventually break down. I think with the FTX fiasco and the whipsaw effects on our economy from governments printing money and then having to raise rates to cover, people are finally realizing that centralized financial systems like FTX and national central banks don't work as well as decentralized systems. And when asked, are there any other crypto projects that you currently fear bullish on and he responded any projects that are truly decentralized tezos Aragon, cardano dot 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 also asked do you have any predictions for the turnaround of the crypto market and he responded not soon let me know if you agree or disagree with draper and to watch this video he did entitled bitcoin predictions revisited check the show notes below the video in the description so there you have it And again, a quarter million dollar Bitcoin price prediction before the end of this year. I don't think anyone's expecting that except a handful of people. I would love to see it personally. So I pray that he is correct and accurate. Would I be surprised? Yes, but I want to be surprised. But at the same time, anything can happen. And Bitcoin, especially due to the fact the halving is around the corner next year. There's true scarcity built in. Exchanges have the lowest amount of Bitcoin they've had in like a very long time, as I pointed out here in today's show. So things, to me, seem optimistic. And if I was to guess, the bottom is in. I don't see us revisiting or retesting whatever the current bottom is around 16.5 or 16.6 or 7, wherever we're at. I'm hopeful and optimistic, but most importantly, let me know your thoughts in the comments right down below. And don't forget to check out CryptoNewsAlerts.net for the full premium experience with video and to participate in the live Q&A. And I look forward to seeing you on tomorrow's episode.